Hi, welcome to Haven. This is a podcast that's a safe space for curiosity and conversation. I'm your host, Haven, and today I'm curious about how we find what we're looking for. You find what you're looking for, which is the basic kind of concept of once you start thinking about something, how you see it everywhere and how that comes up in our lives, like positive, negative and everything in between. And so I have a guest today that is my very special friend, Ava. Hey. Welcome. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. We are mom friends. Yes. Because our daughters are about the same age. They go to gymnastics together. We have a lot of other things in common where... There, we go to church together mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, and I'm also a renowned dancer <laughs> <laughs> and choreographer. <laughs> okay, maybe not yeah, that one. Right, right, yes. But, but other than that. But we got other things in common. Yeah, outside yeah. of that. Yeah. So what made me think about this was, I don't know how it came up, but I just remember when I was allowed to shave my legs. Yes. It was about fourth grade, and I had never thought about it before, and then one of my girlfriends I think commented on mm-hmm. my leg hair or something like that. I just, I never noticed. Like if you've seen these eyebrows, like it's just the thick. great eyebrows, thick. you know, the eyebrows are in. So yes. that's, yeah. It's yeah. the perk of like hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being in fourth grade being uh-huh. like, wait, does everyone shave their legs? Like, what are you talking about? And then I just noticed oh, yeah. and it felt like everyone was. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember being shocked and telling my mom and she's like, well, okay, like if you want to shave your legs, like let's use Nair. Mm-hmm. She don't want me to use a razor. Yes. And also then, very popular then. It was very popular. Yeah. And then did your mom lie to you and say that no one shaves above the knee? No, but I had a friend tell me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, yeah. It was a weird thing. Yeah. And I really believed her. And then <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. People yeah. shave above the knee, I lady. Do. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if maybe she didn't, but I right. just remember being like, I feel like you lied to me. Okay. But- Once I noticed it, I couldn't unnotice who had shaved their legs or not. And then I remember that happening again when I was about to get engaged. Mm -hmm. I, in my life, have never noticed engagement rings. Oh, saw them everywhere, didn't you? You're just like... Everywhere. And then you're like, wow, that's an interesting cut. Or like, that's a new take. Or how how did you afford that? Right. (laughs) Is that real? Wow, that's impressive. Or you just see it everywhere. Even now, like now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. And I was like, oh, you have two different types of gold on your wedding ring now (laughs) that I'm enlightened to the world of engagement rings. But I think that topic is everywhere where it's like, okay, whether you're looking for a car, you see it everywhere. That happened to me. Yeah. I recently bought a new car and it's pretty distinct. It's like black on black, Mm -hmm. like just it's blacked out everything. And I had not seen it before. And now I see it all the time. I'm like, oh, that's a Oh, that's a blacked out one too. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I hadn't seen it before. (laughs) So now I see it. I'm like, it's not as uncommon as I thought. Yeah. Yeah. But before it really felt uncommon. And then at first I was looking and I was like, is it self-fulfilling prophecy? Mm -hmm. You know, like, is that what it means of that kind of term? And so I looked it up and it was saying that's an expectation or belief that can influence your behaviors, thus causing the belief to be true, Mm -hmm. known as the Pygmalion effect is that your belief about what will happen drives actions that make the outcome ultimately come to pass. Okay. But I don't think different. it's that. No, it's, I don't think so either. Yeah. Okay. It's a little different. So then I was looking more and it was basically like a parallel or an adjacent concept to that is confirmation bias. Okay. Where it's the tendency of people's minds to seek out information that supports the view they already hold. Yes. 
It also leads people to interpret evidence in ways that support their pre-existing beliefs, expectations, mm. or hypothesis. Okay. And I was like, I think that's it. Yeah. I think it's it. And I think yep. I've seen it outside of just like material things. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen it in even um, scenarios mm-hmm. of like people can have the same thing happen to them and interpret it entirely different. Absolutely. Because like I have a scenario, well, not scenario, it's a story of I was on a job and there was a lot of different people on this job and everyone's experience was all different. Where my experience and the majority was like really great. But then you talk to somebody else and it was like really bad experience. Really? Okay. And you're like, how? Yeah. Yeah. And so it was the same stimulus. Yeah, same. Different interpretation. So your job, was it a dancing job or a choreography job? Um, Both. Both. Okay. I was choreographing, but I was also dancing. Uh Uh-huh. So, and then if you talk to a majority of the dancers, it was a good experience. And you're like, oh, all these great things. And then you have the few people who are like, this was not right. And this is not right. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, interesting Mm -hmm. that you, like, you can be living in a luxury apartment, but the windows are dirty. Yes. And you're like, Uh you're in a luxury apartment, but you said, and the windows are dirty. So it's like, I I feel like you're looking for something to complain about versus enjoying what is actually a, you know, I don't know, blessing or like a a good thing or being gracious rather, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, Yeah. I think it's what you're looking for that can impact or influence your experience. I think it's so much is mental. Yeah. Like, especially in your scenario of all the dancers had the same Mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. But then like the takeaways yeah. were just right by their own impression. And I think it's done in multiple scenarios where like mm-hmm. likely that person who had a bad experience there, yeah. you look at the pattern and the, the past is right. probably colored that way too, or that's how they would describe the narrative or paint the picture yeah. of other things that have happened to them too. Yeah. Where Definitely. someone who maybe has more of a resiliency kind of mindset just kind of breezes through it. Yes. Yeah. It reminds me of um, Isley's birthday party last month. hmm where so she was turning four and the theme was like we called it mystery flavor because she couldn't decide <laughs> i loved it yes. it was yeah it, at first it was bluey yes because like big bluey, fan. Of bluey in there i saw it yep. yeah it showed up mm-hmm. in the games yep and then she wanted princesses and then i was like okay we can't do bluey princess that's really hard then i was like <laughs> and then she wanted unicorns and i was like we're just gonna Ooh. sprinkle it all around yeah So it was this whole kind of hodgepodge thing. I kind of given her the idea of like, this is our theme. It's a little bit of all your favorite stuff. The day before it called for rain, like 75% chance of rain. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to have to pivot or reschedule because it was outside. This is another problem is I opened it up to all of her friends Mm -hmm. and their siblings. And I wasn't thinking about that because I thought, yeah, it's just so much easier to bring siblings. And then by the end, it was like 75 RSVPs, mm, adult and children. Yes, lots of kids. Because also only one person was out of town. Everyone else said yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we can't go indoors. Mm-hmm. It's outside of the park or nothing. And then um, I was tr- we were trying to mentally prepare her for the rain. We were like, hey, you know, tomorrow it might be rain. So if that's the case, mm-hmm. like we're going to have to move it. And then she just kind of thought and she was like, oh, I have an idea. I love her brain. Her brain is the best. It's really good. She goes, what if we make it a rain party? Solution. Solution. Like adding to the theme. We're already adding her favorite things. So then we were like, hmm, you know, 
some mommies and daddies maybe don't want their kids to get wet. Like, you know, I don't think I would mind because yeah. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> but I was like, some mommies and daddies yeah. maybe just don't want to go out in the rain. She goes, well, I have an idea. What if we get a tent? Solution-based. I love this So solution-based. Yes. So good. And I was like, well, another good idea. I was like, mm-hmm. but with rain, sometimes it's cold. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want anyone getting sick. Yeah. And this is where she, like, had her idea as a three-year-old. She goes, what if we bring a jacket? And then any kid that's cold can wear the jacket. <laughs> I just love, I love it. Yeah, there was no going yeah, around it. And yeah. I just was like, we're not going to get anywhere here. So I was yeah. like, okay, we'll just see how it is the day. Yes. Yeah. Fast forward the next day and it hadn't, it didn't rain. It didn't call for it. I was right. like, we're having the party. But then near the end. It started to drizzle. It did start to drizzle. I mean, you and Brooklyn yeah. were there. And then for about 10 minutes and I thought, oh, like, well, at least we had the party. Yeah. She comes up to me beaming. Oh. Mom. Oh, I forgot to add this part. She also at school on Friday mm-hmm. told all the kids at school, I'm having a rain party. She, so she got her rain party. She got her rain party. She comes up beaming and she goes, mom, oh. I got my rain oh, party. Oh, I just love that. So it was like the same a stimulus. Win, win, win. Yeah. And I was telling my friend about this and wow. I was like, she was saying, oh, my mom would have been like, well, of course it rained right. on the one day I plan a party right. or of course this would happen to me. It's ruined. Uh-huh. She was like, and would view it that way versus Isley, who's like solution oriented. Yeah. Makes it a theme, like goes with it yeah. and it's resistance. Like, I think I wonder how much of it is also just resistance to what is mm. that then kind of goes and you just focus on mm. the stuff that you're resisting against versus okay. kind of accepting it as a whole. That's that's a good point. Twist. Yeah. Wasn't in our notes. <laughs> just came up with that but one. I, I really <laughs> like that off the cuff. No, that's good. Not. So here's. I wonder if it, this falls under the uh, same thing we're talking about. So um, I would get my hair braided mm-hmm. and my the girl who braids my hair, she braids really fast. And then at the end, she cuts like any frayed ends and she like cuts really fast. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd be like, I wonder if she's ever cut a braid. When I say every time I think this. So I've got, I would say about four years she did my hair. Cut, 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 cut. She's like cutting, cutting. And she cuts my braid. <gasps> And I was like, mm. did I will this? Like, and she's like, I've never done this. And I'm like, I, cause I think about it every time. And I'm like, maybe I thought it, thought it up. I, I want, don't know. Is I it think, this, is it the same thing or no? I think it is. I think there's something to it. Cause I think it's like that old saying of, if you're riding a bike, instead of saying like, don't hit the tree, don't hit the tree. Mm-hmm. All you're going to see and think about is the tree. Instead, it's using the verbiage of look for the open road. Right. Like right. look for the open road. Yeah. Because there is that weird, maybe that is more the self-fulfilling prophecy maybe. of like what we thought before. Right. The so same kind of vein. Different. Yeah. But I also but, think there's power in our words. Yes. Very much so. So I think there maybe is some type of like power or word or energy. Yeah. And that, um, it makes me think of another, <laughs> I just, all of my stories are my kids right now, yeah. as you know, like it's just, it's easy <laughs> yeah. to pull that together. But it made me think of, I was going to pick her up from school and I had seen on a little app that it she hadn't taken a nap that day. And I was thinking, oh, I was about to go and say like, what's up? No nap girl, you know? But I was like, I haven't seen her all day. Yeah. I don't want to greet her that way. Okay. Yeah. They had also posted a picture that she had done the monkey bars. So I wanted to say like, okay, I'm going to say like, what's up monkey bar girls. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I want to speak life into her. Okay. And I was like, what's up? 
brave monkey bar girls. I saw a picture of you on the jungle gym. But it's kind of pivoting where yeah. I could have focused on you didn't have a nap today. This is going to suck yes. <laughs> at 6 p.m. <laughs> right. And it is your, yes. your choice, you yeah. know? Or she also hung on the monkey bars that day. Yeah. Like, which one am I going to focus on? Yeah. Which one she's going to think that I'm going to notice about her in the future is like, oh, my mom's going to know if I didn't do yeah. something or did do something or I don't know. I think there's so much too in what we call out in others or call out in ourselves. Yeah. It's character based. I feel like how, your mentality, I think, drives this subject that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you can either think very positively about most things or you think on the negative side of things, pessimist, optimist. And I think that will definitely influence the things you see or the actions you take. To that point, I have a friend or not a friend, an acquaintance. um, And I feel like she often will take an experience and what she's trying to share positively ends up coming out negatively. And I mean, this is all the time. So for instance, she'll um, be like, bought a new house, you know, got a new car. But instead of saying, proud of myself, bought a new house, got a new car, it's, oh, y'all thought I couldn't do it. You know, (laughs) here I am doing it. I got a new car, a new house. And you're like, nobody didn't want you to do it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's just, I wonder why it always comes out like that. And I have not been able to figure out what her disposition is, but in anything, it is always like to my haters, basically, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to prove somebody wrong, um, upping yourself by proving somebody wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think you need to do that, but that is her stance. So I feel like, yeah, that it's interesting because it sounds like on the defense Yeah, and you're like, who's offense, right? (laughs) Who's she talking to? (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's interesting how like our past maybe informs that. Like mm-hmm. maybe growing up, like that was a survival thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, okay, I'm going to use my haters to make yes. me like motivated, you yeah. know? But it sounds like that really worked for her at some point. But right. then I think it's going to cause like disconnect yeah. from people because maybe yeah. that's even disconnected from reality right. or it is reality and she has a couple haters, but maybe you find what you're looking for. If you look for haters, you're going to find them well, everywhere. That's, well, that's what I was going to say because. Either they're not there or she thinks that like, that's Mm -hmm. just where she operates from. So Mm -hmm. she's operating from that. I've got haters. I've got haters. Prove my haters wrong mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And then what, that's what you're going to see instead of saying like, oh, I have friends who support me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for supporting me. I made it. Even if you only have two friends, like if you focus on the two that would grow. Yeah. But I think there's another side to this too, where I feel think the danger is if you only focus on the good, mm-hmm. then it gets into like Delulu, yeah. you know, <laughs> like then you get like yes. toxic positivity, toxic positivity. We, we, everything's great. Yeah. I'm sure we all have those friends. Oh, they're hard. I do. Yeah. They're hard to share stuff with. Yeah. You can't ever actually feel any other emotion than joy, gratitude and thankfulness I don't know you know what I mean yeah where everything is spun as a blessing yeah yeah or like everything is good for you you. yes yes yeah everything will work for your favor but you're like but right now it sucks yeah not happy about it no and I think it's a beautiful thing to come to on the other side I think it gets toxic when you bypass 
the reality. Yes. Like, I do think it's great to end in gratitude. Mm -hmm. I think though, when you jump over, then it's actually not even real gratitude. It's delusion. It's delusion because it's not actually seeing it. Or Mm. one time we had a caretaker who was giving something to Isley. It was super sweet. And it Mm -hmm. was like something from their purse. And, um, Isley was disappointed by the color or something. Mm -hmm. And, Again, perspective, I could have been like, they gave you a gift. That's yeah. kind of bratty. You yes. know, like, I want you to be grateful. But it was, the person was like, oh, well, what about this or this? And trying to like make it like, well, that's good that it's yes. this color because then we can color this. So I came in and I was like, oh, like, are you disappointed it was a different color? Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, yes. And she started crying. And then on the other side, she was okay with it. Yeah. But, and the person who's so lovely, one, they gave her a gift, yes. so nice, but they also had a very intense upbringing mm-hmm. where I think they had to see the good to survive. Yes. Like, and I can completely understand. Yes. And I think it's like a, a really beautiful yeah. way to see it. I would prefer to be on that side, but right. then sometimes you miss the thing in the middle, which is reality. And also you'll end up missing connection with people mm-hmm. when you aren't able to see past just the good, mm-hmm. you know, or get, or yeah. Um, I, Cause I too have a friend like that and very hard to talk to sometimes mm-hmm. because you have to either edit yourself mm-hmm. or you're like, maybe I just can't talk to them about this because I'm really bummed out right now. Mm-hmm. And all I'm going to get from them is, but you should be grateful or, <laughs> but it's fine because da da da. And you're like, yes. it will be fine, but let me deal with this here first, uh-huh. you know? So yeah. Isn't it crazy? It can be on either side it's difficult to connect yeah like they can be too negative and you're just like this is a downer or too positive what do you think someone can do if they're they feel like they're on either polar end Uh you know like if someone's like well i'm negatively bent but i have no idea how to get out of that like that's that is what i see Mm -hmm. like what would they even do practically i'm like find jesus (laughs) yeah you can (laughs) yeah Find hope. Find hope. Yeah. It's easier said than done because it's like you can give these little, you know, throwaway comments of like, well, instead of saying, I'm sorry, say thank you for being patient. You know, instead mm-hmm. of saying, I'm sorry, I'm like, thank you for being patient or, you know, like those little mm-hmm. language yes. ones. But I think you're actually onto something of yeah. if you don't feel like you're anchored to something bigger than yourself yeah. or hopeful then it would be really hard to mentally change your paradigms and to kind of just switch. Now a quick pause to hear from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by AfficionAid. AfficionAid offers fractional virtual assistants whose sole purpose is to help people who are making a difference. Are you bogged down in your email and still managing your own calendar? Delegating those tasks to a high caliber career assistant can free you up to utilize your time towards the areas of your best and highest use, allowing you to focus on the areas you truly thrive in. Learn more at efficientaid.com. That's efficient, A-I-D-E.com. Okay, back to the episode. I remember one time I had a loved one who's going in therapy and we went like together to kind of support And the therapist, it wasn't like faith-based at all, which is fine. There's a lot of wonderful therapists like that. But I remember just feeling like, oh my gosh, this is so much pressure on this one person to like learn these tools and learn these skills and to like absolutely work their brain. They kept saying like, you know, all of the stuff that they were working through in therapy Mm -hmm. and it fell all on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. Where I think that's for me, again, like you and I 
share that in common where so much of it is like, God, I don't want to be that way. Yeah. Like, can you help me? And whether it's like a piece of scripture that you're thinking over and over, or if you're not a person of faith, maybe some type of positive mantra of this is what I'm like going to be saying over and over to then kind of, you know, like the metaphor of the bike, like don't say, don't look at the tree. Like I'm not going to be negative. It's look at the open road or how to try and think of maybe if a negative thought comes up, be like, well, think of someone who's genuinely positive, not toxically positive and be like, well, what would they say about this? Like if you can't tap into it, maybe tap into someone and be like, what would they say if it was raining on a birthday party? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like if my bent is this ruins everything, of course it happened. Right. <laughs> what would a four-year-old Isley be like? Or, you know? Yes. Like how would they see this? And then maybe, just maybe, could I see it that way too? Yeah. I think if you frame your frame your mind differently, that it can also change how you see things. So for instance, you know, um, if I feel I'm overweight, I'm like, uh, you know, uh, nothing fits, everything's blah, blah, blah. But then I go, you know what? I'm just going to accept and thank my body. And then I'm not lying. I see people and I'm inspired by them because I'm like, I'll see people who are like heavier set and they wear crop tops. And I'm like, confidently wearing that crop top. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I love that. And, and And then you start to see that more and then you start to accept it more and mm-hmm. feel comfortable more. Um, I think... Yeah, changing my mindset, uh, your mindset really helps with that. I think it's so true. And I think even like you were saying, see it out there. It's like, Mm -hmm. what's your intake? Like, what do you, who are you following? What are you reading? Like, what is filming and like filling your mind as being like, oh, this is how people are. This is what's happening. Like, maybe it's just a simple change of like muting, unfollowing, you know, not looking at someone who's like going to then continually remind you of things like that. And then trying to find something outside that's like, well, maybe I could borrow their confidence, Yes, you know, until I can get it. But that's so interesting because even I was like, I want you for this topic Mm -hmm. and you're, because I was trying to explain it to you, (laughs) you know? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like you are like so steady and so Mm -hmm. solid and so calm where like just, I can't, picture you rattled that's so funny (laughs) i'm serious like i could picture you and you've done really incredible things in Mm -hmm. your life and work and just who you are and like even your current job of traveling a lot like i'm sure you have flight delays but Mm -hmm. i was like i feel like you just kind of hit things with reality and receive them and then it it doesn't end up negative though actually you're right yes yes how and it is actually been a skill i've acquired over the years because I get anxious. I used to get anxious easily or like get stressed out, but literally I go, stress does nothing. It benefits nothing. Mm -hmm. It is all unnecessary. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's the solution? How can we handle it? And I just, it all, I, it's always, it's going to work out. That's Mm -hmm. really my mindset. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. And however it happens, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's literally my disposition. That's yeah. 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 That might be a good mantra for someone. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. And however it happens, it's going to be fine. My daughter used to say happens is happens. <laughs> and I was like, yes. So That's cute. So cute. Yeah. Happens is happens. happens it's okay, mom. Happens. happens is happens. Oh, can we talk about Brooklyn for a second? Yes. Your four year old. Yes. I love Ava's daughter. Yeah. She, she's such a, bold personality and such a tiny body yeah like she commands she commands 
So the girls yeah. do gymnastics and you see a lot about a personality <laughs> yeah, through that window, through that parent window. Yeah, you don't have to hear anything. You see it. Mm. Uh, her hand is up whenever uh-huh. they like want to volunteer. Yep. If they choose anyone but her, it's... <laughs> <laughs> and and sometimes like, looks at you. Yep, and, and I look through the window and I'm like... <laughs> and she's like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, relax, you know. Okay, relax. But, but yeah. she is no, commander. She's, she's a leader. Yeah. She's very good at what she does. Yeah. She's very good up there. She's perfectionist. Yes. She is. She gets it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I worry, I worry for her with that. <laughs> and I, I see that in myself because mm-hmm. I, I still deal with it, you know, perfectionism, mm-hmm. but she'll figure it out. She'll figure it out mm-hmm. and she'll see how you handle yeah. it. It's so funny. We were, uh, I was talking to another mom the other day and my daughter is very bossy. Mm-hmm. She is, you know, assertive, but she's bossy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, it'll suit her well in life. But at this age, it's going to get on her friend's nerves. Mm. She's going to annoy a lot of people sure. because she's always trying to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she'll figure it out because she'll be like, mm-hmm. she don't want to play with me. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to play with you. I was like, what do you do? Mm. So you just shrug and say, OK, I'll go play with somebody else. So I've had to teach her these things. But I'm oh like, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, social like sh- socializing big <sighs> yeah. personalities. Yeah, that's it's a hard yeah. one. But I will say with a. um quite introvert like Isley, I think uh-huh. it pairs well. It does. But I will say, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Isley, so Brooklyn is very like mm-hmm. out, like she wants to talk to you. She needs you to respond. If you yes. don't respond, it's like, ah, you know, and Isley sometimes, you know, she's like, she don't want to say words. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to say words. So Brooklyn, Brooklyn one time will, was like, does she speak? Yeah. And so my daughter will call her like 10 times and she, I just won't say anything. She'll just be like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, world. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe she doesn't want to talk right now. And she's mm-hmm. like, and she doesn't know what to do with that. But I'm like, no. you'll learn girl. Probably why she likes Echo. <laughs> yeah. She's like, change my attention to Echo. Hey, Echo. Those yeah. two people, they yes. can hang together. Yes. Yeah. It's so, so true. It's all learning curve. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. But coming from a former bossy child, like, yeah. Gotta have followers. Yes, if you're you gonna know? boss people. Yes, gotta boss summer. Right? And I'm here for it. I'm like, but you just gotta learn along the way. It's true, yeah. and how to be like a good, you know, leader. Yes, <laughs> instead of just someone doing whatever yes. you want. Right. Gosh, I love that yeah. about her. Yeah, thank. You. I love watching her. Thank you. But like, speaking of kids, like even the things we're saying now of like saying, you know, Brooklyn, like bossy leader, you know, there. You say that, and you love that about her. Mm-hmm. There's been times that it's been spoken over kids that like, is it the same words or just different inflections of like, oh, they're bossy or, you know, like that, like you add like the light, the shadow side together mm-hmm. into it. I think so much of it too is like what was spoken over you as a kid that you internalized that mm-hmm. now it's like, that's how you see the world. You know, it's like, you know, right. like, well, I'm just, you know, bossy or yeah. no, I have leadership skills. Yes. Yeah. Or like for Isley, it's like, yeah, she's, you know, quiet mm-hmm. and reserved. And I think there's, a power to that because she's honoring herself. She's patient. She's observant. Yeah. Yeah. But sh- I think so many kids are like, well, I'm shy. Mm, I'm just right, shy. Right. Yeah. And they see it as that was spoken over them with a negative connotation. Yeah. And then that's what they see in themselves. So it's like, what do you look for? Yeah. It's as much as what you look for externally. It's like, what yes. do you look for in yourself that you're seeing? Mm. Do I look for myself to confirm like, well, I'm just bossy. Yeah. You know, that's just me. Right. You know, and it's not like being like, oh, it's great. Everyone should accept it. Obviously, like work on stuff. But it's like, how are you speaking to yourself? Like, what are you looking mm-hmm. for in yourself? Are you looking for the ways that you've shown up and done things? Or like what you were saying is like, it's going to work out. I do think that comes also from like 
a security and a trust in yourself Mm -hmm. that you're going to make good choices. Yes. Well, I was just thinking about when I was a kid, I was often told I was selfish Hmm. and even as an adult and I actually don't take offense to it. I was, I I was, they often called me the middle only child (laughs) because I very much was like self-centered a bit, like, and not in a snarky or like mean way. It was just like, I knew what I wanted. I, I knew who I was mm-hmm. and I operated in a space of like, you can join me if you want to, but yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, as I got older, I think selfish just meant, I I was very independent and self-aware mm-hmm. and I could use, I learned how to grow out of being fully selfish. Um, cause I also am a big giver, mm-hmm. but I just am selfish with certain parts of me or like certain things, Mm -hmm. but I actually never took it as a negative thing. That's so awesome. Yeah. I don't think I did. Well, no, I think it's interesting because that's one of the things I admire about you is like you do go for it Mm -hmm. and you do like take care of yourself. Like I can't do this. I can't make this, Yeah, you know, I'm going to go for this. Like, and you go for what you want and where I feel like sometimes we as women apologize if it's going to inconvenience someone right, 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 or if it's, you know, stepping outside of like the lines of like, what was prescribed for us or whatever. But I feel like you are just like, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm going where I want to go and I'm called to what I'm called to do. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I've actually never really articulated that, but yeah, that I I see that now that resonates. I don't know. Yeah. No, I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I see it as your friend. Yeah. Totally. And I think that's something interesting though, is sometimes some of the most obvious parts about us Mm -hmm. we think are so natural. Right. Yeah. Until someone says something. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I didn't see that in me. Yeah. Yeah. You brought up when you, um, you brought something to mind. I tell Brooklyn sometimes, but I probably should tell her more because I do tell her often she's bossy or, you know, mm-hmm. but I tell her sometimes I love that about you, but just mm-hmm. now, you know, I should probably tell her more that I love that about her, mm-hmm. that she's bossy mm-hmm. and that she's assertive, but <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. cause especially in little girls, like yeah. Again, if you say that to a boy, I don't think it hits the yeah. same negatively. Yeah. That I feel like right. t- people tend to use that about little girls where yeah. it's like, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You and do need to temper it. Yes. <laughs> you need to socialize yes, it. Yes, exactly. But no, I don't think she's offended ever. But uh, I want to make sure she knows that's a, a good quality to have. Definitely. Yeah. Well, this is fun. Yeah. I think we just kind of were wanting to explore and see where the reframing goes yeah. or what is it? Yes. <laughs> Not self-fulfilling prophecy no, necessarily. Right. Maybe it's confirmation bias, but I do think it, yeah. a lot of it is you, what you put your focus on. Yes. You see more. Yes. I agree with that. Your mindset. Mm-hmm. Yep. So a lot of it is about focus and like, what are you looking to see? Mm-hmm. And then it's going to just come up more. What are you looking to see? Mm-hmm. Really what it is. Yeah. And then you're going to see it and then it's going to just come up more frequently. And I think it takes time. I don't think it's like an immediate thing. What's that song? Accentuate the positive. Eliminate the negative. I like no. that. Yeah. I was going to join along, but I have a very bad singing oh. voice. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's what came to mind just now. Yeah. yeah. I think it's great. And then I think it's also holding it, which is going to sound kind of like, you know, balanced, but like, and not. It's not all positive. I was just about to say, we got to find that middle ground. Find the middle ground where middle. it's like acknowledging. Yeah. Or choose one more often than the other. Yeah. You know? I like that. Yeah. I feel like that's really practical. Yeah. Awesome. Well, 
Thank you. Thank you, Ava, for coming. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Five minutes because we're kind of neighbors. Yeah. (laughs) Literally five minutes away. And our little matching sets. I know. Who knew? We were in the same wavelength. Yeah. I love it. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in. These weekly mini episodes are really fun. And this is a relationship series. I didn't mention that up front because... This one's more about your relationship with like your mindset. Yeah. You know, yourself, your mindset and how that kind of colors everything there. But call to actions. I have a monthly newsletter now. Oh, yes, I do. You can sign up at havenpod.com and you can get that and some extra little behind the scenes, some extra content there. Um, Like, follow, subscribe on Instagram TikTok, YouTube. Also, please review the podcast if you like it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, That's just an easy one and it helps me, one, see like what's landing with you, but two, it gets more visibility for it. So that's really it. Thank you so much for joining us and I'll see you next time.